Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, friends, welcome to level 342 of Laugh at a Fuzzball. La. Yeah, just la. Noza. Just me and you and the news. Boyos, girlos, peopleos, fuzzballos. But hey, we're just going to get right into it with another solo episode. And boy, howdy, is there lots to talk about. And you know how it normally rolls. Kick it off with the triple F, the fantabulous fuzzballs focus where we take all the news on the page with 725 geeks that like to talk geeky and just drop it all on ya. All over ya, ya geeky face checking nest. Nest? Checking nest? Yeah, all parts that fuzzballs have, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, full full disclosure, my voice sounds a little bit funny. I'm just getting over a little bit of a cold or whatever the hell's going on. So uh actually was going to record this on Friday and Saturday, but didn't have the ability to talk for long periods of time. So held off recording this on a Sunday night. Getting out to you with very little editing, and hopefully it's good enough. That's, that's always the goal of the podcast. Not just good, good enough. But in the triple F... Of course, Marshall Danny of the Greater Fuzzball Territories, the semi-official news mofo, he of the news droppage, dropped the Blue Beetle trailer, which is coming our way August 18th, one of the very last DC properties from the pre-James Gunn era. But wow, it's a really good trailer. Uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, So much, so much goodness. So much goodness for all of us. Uh, Definitely... I had the had the the younger superhero origin feel, but hot dog, do we celebrate such a such a lovely, mostly Hispanic cast? I want to see what Zola Marajuena brings to this role. I like the the family aspect that they're doing there. I think uh, Susan Sarandon as a as a baddie as Victoria Cord is very very interesting, and um, I just I think this story of Jaime Reyes and getting that you know ancient alien bi- biotechnology the scarab uh and the though it seems to be the complicated nature of of the the symbiosis between the two of them getting to, to see that suit of armor uh just really really cool and i think uh i hopefully it's something that's so good it can carry on into the dcu time will tell we don't know how connected it is other than a really lovely batman line which i won't spoil you can watch the trailer to have that spoiled for yourself but that's all to say, uh, I am excited. I think uh, it looks like it could be a lot of fun. Uh, I know Blue was really hyped for it. But I believe Danny was very hyped for it too. We, uh, we had lots of conversations. Danny actually had like a bachelor evening, and we were able to kick back, enjoy some brews in a little speakeasy room, and it was a it was a lot of fun way to to see the old man off before he uh, ties the proverbial knot before before I help him tie the proverbial knot. But yeah, uh, I, I seem to remember all of us being stoked for it. The next news is WWE to merge with UFC under the Endeavor Group Holdings, Vince McMahon to serve as an executive chairman. Uh, basically, shareholders for WWE, which includes, of course, that guy, the McMahon guy. <laughs> I'm sure Danny was like, you didn't even want to say his name. Sure didn't. But uh, 49% of the WWE will continue to be held by all the shareholders. Then the 51% controlling interest will be the Endeavor Group Holdings uh, that are taking over. So, of course, that, that means decision-making and whatnot. But it does does mean that the people previously involved still have a large stake in what goes on. Uh, it's interesting, scripted versus unscripted. But it is all in that pay-per-view fight world. So it's just um, you know Endeavor Group Holdings getting that all under one umbrella, so to speak. And uh, I'm not a big enough WWE fan to know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. And uh, any of my wrestling fans, I'll, I'll keep my ear open if, uh, if I ever catch them talking about said merger. Uh, other news, Legendary has acquired the TV and movie rights for Street Fighter. So hey, that uh, that Raw Julia uh, movie, uh, who, who was it that played 
uh, freaking Guile in that Street Fighter movie. Was it was it Don Ron John Dan Van Dam Johnson? Uh, I think I think it was <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. There you go. Before I have to <laughs> tape it all into the into the browser, but uh, that 1994 film was was not the best of of the movies. But uh, I mean, Ming Na Wen was in it as Chun Li. That's a uh, pretty cool. So we'll see uh, what that means for Legendary. And right now, it, it's like the heyday of comic book properties with a lot of really good ones come out and people being on board for it. So um, could this continue with Legendary doing stuff for Street Fighter? Time will tell. Uh, but, but I guess the bar has been set really low by some previous adaptations. So we shall see. Uh, there's going to be a live action Moana with Dwayne Johnson. You know, because it's been oh so long since that first freaking movie came our way. I think 2016. Uh, in in all the Disney live actions, I'm like, wait, what, we're we're gonna get it. That that one too. Okay, and I don't I don't know if that's um, you know Dwayne Johnson really wants to do it. I mean, and it does give a lot of credence and respect to Polynesian culture. Uh, you can't take that away from it. It's a really dang good movie. But I I just I don't know that it needs to be done live action. It was done animated so well. I mean, what's I guess right, that means like Frozen and Tangled are next, and I also think those ones are too fresh and too new. Like. Uh, I get where they're doing some of the classics, but I, I just don't know. Uh, I know that Ali Caravaggio, who did the voice of Moana and the singing of Moana, is, is attached as an executive producer. Apparently, DJ himself coming back to, to play Maui. And um, we'll see. Will Jermaine Clement do the voice of Tamatoa? Uh, will Alan Tudyk do the voice of Hey Hey? Tamura Morrison, will he come back and actually play a live-action Chief Tui? Who knows... Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing it and it doesn't really matter how I feel about it cause they're, they're doing it and it's going to make money. And I think, I guess in the, in the long run, that's all what it's all about. Um, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse trailer number two, June 2nd. And, uh, the first trailer was really good. And this one gave us more of the story that's going on. And it, frankly, it is very, very interesting. Spider-Man 2099 as the villain question mark. Uh, is Poe Dameron himself, Oscar Isaacs, uh, going to give us a character that we hate? Uh, or is it going to be super complicated and sexy? Who knows? But uh, definitely Miles and, and some of the gang come back. Peter B. Parker uh, and Mayhem. Or not Mayhem. Uh, oh, now I can't even think of the name of the little spider baby. But uh, all of it. All of it just really, really freaking cool. And a, a nice twist. Uh, using that uh, Ben Parker angle, but in a unique way. And uh, it it just, I mean, that first movie was everything. And this movie looks like it's going to continue on in a very, very interesting way. We also got a second trailer for Barbie that comes out July 21st. And I still have no idea what this movie is, what's going on. But it is bright. It is pink. and And frankly, the trailer made me laugh quite a bit i love seeing simulu as a maybe a version of ken i like that there's lots of different versions of barbies uh and and in the barbie verse which is separate from the the real universe but they're gonna cross over with rollerblades and whatnot in some way shape or form and it's it's quite interesting and uh if this movie doesn't beat you off i guess nothing will in the barbie universe uh there was news that there's gonna be a john wick spinoff uh, called Ballerina. It did get a release date of June 7th, 2024. It's going to be starring Anna de Armas, expanding the Ruska Roma Deadly Ballet Company, taking place between Chapter 3 and 4 of the John Wick Keanu Reeves films. I've not seen Chapter 4 of John Wick, but I have heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, I definitely am keen to see it when I get an opportunity in some way, shape, or form, alas, I do not go to the movie theaters like I once did, once upon a time. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's cool, the, the John Wick universe expanding mightily. Uh, also, Danny posted the My Adventures with Superman trailer, uh, summerish 2023. I like this, following Clark, Lois, and Jimmy in their 20s. I really also just love Jack Quaid getting to do the voice, my man Huey doing big things, doing super man type things 
Uh, and I, I like the Big Blue Boy Scouts, so hopefully, uh, hopefully it's a good cartoon. Uh, also news in good cartoons, Shrek 5 and possibly a donkey solo film. Hey, uh, the Shrek movies, you know, there's, there's a, I don't want to say dwindling returns because some of them are much better than others. Really like the first one. I like that second one. The third one, meh, but the Shrek Ever After one I thought was really freaking good. And, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see where they would go with the fifth Shrek. And yeah, Puss in Boots has gone two solo films. So if Eddie Murphy's down to do a donkey solo film and they can find a good way to tell the story, why not? Could be very interesting. And uh, it's a, a proven property separate from all the Disney stuff that people enjoy. So why not give us more? Um, Jurassic World, Fierce Changers, Chasing Roar T-Rex toy from Mattel is another thing that Danny shared. You know, they're like, hey, we've got a, we've got a dinosaur in a Jeep you can buy. And then Mattel's like, hold my beer. Hold my Clamato. We're getting them both. Where one time it's a dinosaur and then now it's a Jeep. And uh, it's, a, it's a cool toy. Thanks, Danny, for sharing. He also shared the report that James Gunn's DCU has 25 different projects in some state of development. Uh, if you haven't followed the news or haven't followed the podcast, 10 have been announced. Uh, there is a rumor that each chapter of the DCU is a five-year-long chapter. Um, so in the first five years, we get the Superman movie, The Authority, Batman, Supergirl, Swamp Thing. On the TV side, Creature Commandos. Waller, Booster Gold, Lantern, and the Wonder Woman prequel. Uh, there have been rumors about Lobo, uh, Superman vs. the Authority film, and we should remember this 25 could also include any of this stuff going on for Matt Reeves, Batman, so part two, the Penguin show, and also there's the folly of two Jokers uh, that's out there, so that could be part of it. This, of course, comes from uh, Schneider's Hot Mike podcast that he does with John Roca. They've been breaking lots of scoops. And getting their name out there and uh some of it's been correct uh, and it does seem like that guy schneider has access to uh to some news and he, it seems like he doesn't really break something until he's pretty certain that it's uh something's going to come to reality so just means hot dog they're they're really busy over there at dc at a time when it seems like marvel's slowing down a bit uh, they are ramping up and uh, i guess that could be good news for all of us um, in other news, Congress has asked the Department of Justice to review the Warner Discovery merger for anti-competitiveness. You know, in, a, in the realm of geek world, uh, it just seems like, you know, they've, they've noticed, you know, canceling Batgirl and other stuff and uh, shopping, shopping all their, their content out to other things. If, uh, if it just that, that, that model uh, gets rid of the ability for, for other smaller organizations, companies, creators to compete. And uh, it's, just, it's just sort of the kind of news like, oh, snap. Uh, we'll see what comes of it. Uh, other news, Stranger Things is getting a cartoon on Netflix in the Saturday morning cartoon style. I mean, I, I dig that the animation studio behind Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur are behind this. Uh, I think Danny is right that this could water down the brand a bit. But that said, doing a cartoon is very 80s and right in line with the nostalgia world of the show, so it could be very, very, very cool. Um, also buried in the articles and news of Stranger Things is getting a prequel play called The First Shadow telling the origin story of Vecna, which is weird, uh, but also within there, apparently Sean Levy has been getting to spend time with Kevin Feige, so that means an expanded Stranger Things universe with spinoffs and plays and cartoons uh, is a thing, and we shall see how it all shakes out. Uh, Danny also dropped the Marvels trailer coming out November 10th. Uh, the villain is General Darben. Uh, interestingly, gender swapped, and I also think it's interesting that nobody knew who the fuck that character was. That Creek character, so some diehard comic fans, uh, until it was revealed. Uh, so now people care, but really before that, no one cared. Um, I like that she has an accuser's hammer, and uh, I think you know getting to see Spectrum and Carol Danvers. And, and and Amon Vellani as uh, Miss Marvel all together. The the trailer looked great and it's just it's so disappointing that it got so many, you know, down votes. Uh how quick a bunch of people are to just hate on a female led anything and I, I I really sort of mourn that. I think uh give the movie a chance. I think this looks fun. I'm gonna take my wife to see it. We're going to enjoy probably the piss out of it. I love Amon Vellani as Miss Marvel. I want to see more of her character in the MCU. I want to see more of Teona Paris's Spectrum, Monica Rambeau. 
I want to see more for Carol Denvers. And uh, it looks like this is expanding the threat of the Kree Empire. And all of those things are good things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'm going to celebrate this for now. And if it turns out to be a bad movie, okay. Uh, but right now, based on a trailer, I, I don't think anybody has a right to like downvote it. Uh, they did the same thing for the, the Miss or Captain Marvel movie. And it's uh, just hate people. And I hate toxic masculinity. Uh, and uh, I hate comic fans that just don't don't realize that this sort of thing is just part of the the tapestry of what comics are. So I'm just gonna leave that there. I think the trailer looks good, and if you haven't seen it yet, you should watch it and decide for yourself. Uh, and based on the content of the trailer, make an opinion. The end. Uh, Chris McKay actually came out. He's uh, he's doing a lot of press for his Renfield movie that's out right now in theaters. That's another movie I really desperately want to see Nick Cage's Dracula god it sounds so good I just don't have the time to go see movies gotta work gotta spend time with the kids and the family uh but in in his press that he's done for Renfield came out and talked about the plot for the Lego Batman sequel which never happened uh Bats and Superman and all their inner dynamics uh Justice Leaguers Lex Luthor the one-man army corps I mean are you kidding me freaking OMAC in a in a Batman Lego movie would have been so interesting, hard, hardcore freaking pull. I uh, said it was going to be a Godfather two style structure, and I don't even know what that means, but it interests me. And it's just like, boo, man, that stinks that uh, they didn't do another one because that first Batman Lego movie is great, and I have watched it semi recently with a boy because he likes the Lego movies and he likes some Batman, and that's a, a beautiful blending of both worlds. Uh, another news. Metalocalypse is getting a movie, a live tour, and a new album. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend that I I know what Metalocalypse is. Never watched it. Uh, but if you did, and you're a big fan of Deathlock, hey, this is really, really good news for you. Uh, some of my friends in one of the chats that I'm a part of were all about it. And uh, I think that's cool. Let's celebrate it. Heck yeah. Uh, James Wan and Peter Safran are apparently developing The Conjuring as a show for the Mac streamer. Hey, if you like to get your spooky on and you want to follow uh, the adventures of scary spooky stuff, these sort of movies are not my bag. The show won't be my bag either. But hey, more Conjuring content for you. And uh, if that's your thing, good news. Creature Commandos has uh, gotten a little bit of news and some announcements of who the voice talents are. Of the different characters, Frank Grillo, David Harbour, Alan Tudyk, Sean Gunn, and more. Hey, really, really cool. Uh, honestly, it doesn't really matter who's playing the voice as long as they sound cool or you're watching the, the red cartoon. And hopefully it is a red cartoon. I think it's uh, such an interesting uh, beginnings for the DCU and their television stuff. Uh, doing the animated and doing Rick Flagg Sr. and Creature Commandos. I think that's super dope. And I'll be here for it when it's available to watch. Uh, apparently, Game of Thrones is getting a spinoff featuring Dunk and Egg. Uh, it's a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight, which is a prequel based on George R. R. Martin novellas I had no clue about. Uh, set uh, the set following Aegon Targaryen, who is the brother of the Targaryen, who was uh, the leader of the, the Night's Watch. Uh, so, not the Conqueror or House of Dragon ones. <clears throat> not even sure it's the one that went bananas. Um, what's basically set in the timeline 100 years before OG Game of Thrones, uh, which is a show that got everyone in a tizzy and ultimately led to more being made uh, and hot dog all those all those things together is was one hell of a sentence to type and uh, even even more of a sentence to read. But I actually like broke it up instead of reading in one hot breath. Um, but yeah, uh, people. People like the story of Dunkin' Egg, and uh, if that ends up giving us a fun show, cool. Right on. Why not? Uh, Amazon is apparently working on Robocop, Stargate, and Legally Blonde movie and TV projects. Uh, this all boils down to basically Amazon now has the rights to MGM stuff, and now they're bringing on the IP. Uh, the article also mentions Fame, Barbershop, The Magnificent Seven, Pink Panther, and The Thomas Crown Affair. So we'll just see... What having the rights to MGM uh, does for for more content to watch, more things to not have enough time to catch up on. <laughs> Speaking of IP, get in mind the news dropped that there is going to be a reboot of Harry Potter uh, with a ten year order max. 
uh, for the Max Streamer service, this TV show adapting all seven books. And um, it's 10 years is long enough to find some uh, young actors and then just run their lives as a, as a rehash. Books have already been turned into movies. Uh, and this is this is a conversation that is going to continue. It does it does fall into J.K. Rowling's turfness and uh, and controversy regarding the books and and putting any sort of money into that creator's pockets. Um, I personally don't know how I feel about it. I haven't had a chance to talk to my wife, who is the much bigger pothead than me. But uh, it appears that rather than take the the Harry Potter universe and do anything, you know, give us a, a story of the the house creators. Uh, give us a story set in a different country. You know, give give us anything in that Harry Potter world. Uh, there's plenty of opportunities to do stories of kids. You could do Voldemort when he was young in school. You could do all those things. But instead, they're just going to rehash and reboot the books. And uh, I I don't. I guess it just buys them ten more years before they have to come up with anything original. But I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it's been that long since those original Harry Potter movies. I think the actors that, that played those characters are great. I have <clears throat> heard rumblings of uh, them actually casting Hermione Granger as a as a woman of color, and I think uh, or a girl of color. That'd be awesome, righteous, wonderful. I don't know that that cleanses uh, any of the foul taste in people's mouths uh, regarding a whole bunch of other things. And yes, you can you can disconnect these stories from all the controversy uh but you know ultimately that i guess just ends up ends up on you i mean hbo and max ceo casey Bloys did sort of address the jk rowling controversy uh he said it's quote a very online conversation end quote he basically said it's nuanced and complicated and not something he wants to get into he says he wants to focus on what's on screen story that is incredibly affirmative and positive about love and self-acceptance end quote uh, he also said, you know, in the same breath that J.K. Rowling's inputs for the series will be helpful. There's no release date for the show. Um, I, I, it's hard when you're the CEO of anything. I don't know that it's necessarily tone deaf. And I do agree that the, the stories do have all those things that he's talking about. But, uh, wow, that's just, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I do not have that person's job. That's all I will say. And I'm sure more more will be talked about. I don't know about here on the podcast, but definitely online and all the forums and whatnot. And uh, we'll just we'll see see what 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 is what there is to talk about as it all goes on. Um, that's all the news from Danny. Steven shared a video for the Dragonair Silent Gods game. It's uh, going to be a game that's uh, quote unquote free for playing on on apple devices and on uh on uh, not droid devices android devices uh non-apple devices um but the game looks cool uh, i don't play that type of game uh but i know like blues into games that, that look like that and the graphics did look cool uh and i i did watch a portion of the video and i was like hey yeah that definitely looks cool and thanks Stephen, for sharing it i appreciate it it's always nice to have Many different voices sharing different things. Um, I did share some things. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's not many different voices. It's your voice. You're right. You're right. Uh, but but when I when if I find something and I don't see anybody's posted it, and I think it's worth sharing, I'm going to. I shared the final Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three trailer, uh, especially because I thought it was going to get buried in Star Wars news. It's a long trailer. Uh, it seems like it shows a lot without showing anything, but uh, it looks like the Guardians of the Galaxy final installment is it is it gonna have comedy is it gonna have levity sure but it's also gonna be dark and uh i, I do share Corey's fears that uh quite a few of our favorite guardians may not make it out of this film and uh it's gonna evoke tears and and even more than the yondu stuff at the end of volume two i think uh i think it's it's gonna get real dusty in the theater and uh i cannot wait to see it begin to may may 5th i believe so here we go gird your loins also shared the news that rogers the musical is officially at disney california adventure parks hyperion theater starting june 30th for a limited time engagement hot dog i'm i'm gonna go freaking see this i can't believe that it's actually going to be a thing uh it's going to be more than just a scene that we saw in hawkeye and wow what a 
what a world. As somebody who enjoys musical theater and definitely enjoys the world of Marvel and the MCU, this is uh, it just fills so many quotas. It checks so many boxes. And yes, yes, indeed, he signed me up. Uh, the Penguin trailer uh, did drop. We're going to get eight episodes in 2024. It was an interesting trailer because it actually showed a little bit of behind the scenes. I think, uh, I think, yeah, the the world of Matt Reeves for the for the Batman at least like showed a Gotham that actually feels real and that the criminal dark underbelly of Gotham was was on display. And now we're going to get to dive even deeper into it and seeing Colin Farrell's Penguin character and uh, what's going to go on with Sofia Falcone. Uh, just looks really really cool and uh i'm a, a show i look forward to seeing next year uh also there was a teaser trailer that i dropped yesterday for muppets mayhem i was like when i knew the teaser trailer dropped i was like surely somebody else is gonna post this but nobody did so i had to and man uh i, I cannot wait to to follow the exploits of of the electric mayhem and hopefully see as many other different muppets appearing even if it's in guest spots uh, it looks so good. Uh, Kevin Smith apparently got to do a cameo or whatnot in one of the episodes. Uh, posted some stuff on his social media. And uh, yeah, more Muppets content, please. All the Muppets content. I celebrate this. It's going to be something I'm going to watch with the Sean guy because I've gotten him into Muppets. And uh, yeah, May. May 6th. Good news for all of us. Uh, Justin dropped uh, the rumor that X-Men 97 has been pushed to 2024. Uh, it is a bummer to wait a bit longer. Uh, but then Wolverine voice actor Cal Dodd claimed he was already working on season two. So um, there, there's news that we might get as many as four seasons of the show. So uh, while this may be a part of Disney just slowing down on all the Marvel stuff, uh, it's it's I mean, it stinks to wait, but it's not disappearing. Showrunner Bo DeMaio did uh, tweet that he can either confirm or deny the scoop, uh, which some see as a confirmation since he's been quick to shoot down and correct info in the past. Um, I mean, the good news is we're still getting the show. It, the the X Men animated is returning, and uh, I am excited for whenever we get this. And hopefully, with more time, it means we just get an even better product. Um, Darian shared the music video for Peaches from the Super Mario Brothers. Um, I guess the Jack Black song is already on the charts. Um, I did not watch or listen because I want to see the movie first. Hopefully, I get to see the the movie in the next week or so. Uh, but yeah, uh, hey, Super Mario Brothers <laughs> dominating the box office, and it's opening weekend and this weekend, it's second weekend. Uh, it's poised to make over a billion dollars, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's cool. It's uh, it just came out right, and people took their kids to see it, and they enjoyed it. It's getting like B plus averages on on all the 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 stuff and that's that's just fine it's a super mario movie that's fun and enjoyable and hits hits all the right notes for for lovers of mario across different generations so cool news for all of us uh now in the fantabulous fuzzballs focus we get to all the star wars celebration 2023 news um i did move all this news to the bottom of the triple f to keep it all together uh usually so normally what i do is just chronologically First poster, everything they say. Second poster, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what I did instead was I separated out all the celebration news just so it's all together. Um, I was delightfully pleased to discover that the Gap in Solo episodes allowed for all this to drop last weekend before I recorded another one. So lucky for me, uh, lucky for you that there's lots of, lots of cool Star Wars news coming. And let's get right into it, shall we? Roman kicked it all off with that freaking ahsoka trailer wow hot dog august of this year it 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 was everything i've watched this trailer probably more than i've watched any other trailer for a lucasfilm property just uh looking at all the the lovely stuff that were shown uh those orangish red sabers of of the dark jedi or sith or whoever they are Hera, Chopper, Sabine, Mon Mothma, Senator Ziono, as in Kazuto Ziono of Resistance's dad, uh, frickin' Professor Hiang, the Mark IV architect droid, and more Lothcats, and 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 what what looks like it could be connected to the world world between worlds. It just blew my mind. Uh, yes, is it? Does it look a lot like Rebel season five? Sure, 
Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. And we live in a world where we could be getting like the continuation of the Rebel story in live action, and it all all just looks lovely. And freaking Thrawn, oh wow, live action Thrawn. And uh, of course, after a ton of amateur phrenologists examined the back of Thrawn's head from that trailer, and were like, "Oh yeah, I'm absolutely certain that this is this actor." <laughs> Lucasfilm did us the favor of uh, not having to turn to the the, the wackadoo science of phrenology uh, and just confirmed during the Ahsoka panel that Lars Mikkelsen, uh, the voice of Thrawn in Rebels, is going to do the live-action version. Uh, I guess folks at Celebration even got to see an image of his face in blue, like a front image in their version of the trailer uh, that has not been released yet. But there is time between now and August. Granted, it's only, you know four months but uh there's gonna be time for another ahsoka trailer and uh i'm sure at some point we're gonna get to see full frontal and not nudity uh but i'm sure some people would celebrate that too it'd be a celebration y'all but uh we'll get to see exactly what lars mickelson looks like as thrawn uh and see his face and uh and see more of what this amazing show is going to be uh, and I, I cannot wait. As much as I've enjoyed the third season of Mandalorian, I just am head over heels excited for Ahsoka. And uh, I'm sure I'll watch that trailer again. Because it's just that freaking good a trailer. Um, I did share the official trailer from Celebration for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, this trailer looks great i am so eager to see this james mangle film i uh, said as much on the the lovely indiana jones podcast i did with eddie a ways back um i do question using uh, the sympathy for the devil uh song as the trailer song but other than that it, it all looks cool it gave us gave us more information more for mads mickelson more for indy more for phoebe waller bridge um and it it looks freaking great and uh, just going to be a continuation of the indie story. Something to celebrate and enjoy. Comes out June 30th. Not too much time to wait. Like two and a half months. <sighs> wow. Weird choice of a trailer song. But otherwise a very, very excellent trailer. Um, my buddy Kyle jumped in. Just a crush on live action Sabine Wren. Uh, I agree. Natasha Luberdizo looks great. Um, but of course this Wookiee is all about Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Harrison Dola. Uh, but yeah, I think all of it looks great. Uh, I think I crushed on the trailer enough that, you know, I, I very, very much enjoy it. Um, Daisy Ridley apparently is going to reprise Ray in Charmi Nobaid Chinoy's movie, which is set up for the sequel trilogy with the Peaky Blinders guy doing the script. 15 years after uh, Rise of... Oh, Rise of Skywalker? Oh, what's a Yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, The Rise of... Of the sequel trilogy. Stand by one. Oh my god. What a brain fart. I guess you know you're not really into a movie when you're not 100% certain about the title of it. But yeah, episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. And uh, 15 years later, with uh, with you know Daisy Ridley's Rey uh, bringing back the Jedi Order in a galaxy that's not sure that the Jedi Order should be brought back. And whatever that means. And I think um, it could be really, really freaking cool. And, uh, and I'm here. I think uh, I don't think that Ray was what was bad um, in some ways about the sequel trilogy. And that's not that's not me shitting on the sequel trilogy in any way, shape, or form. I, I enjoy those movies. I enjoy a lot about those movies. Episode 9 just wasn't the culmination that I wanted. But it's the culmination we got. And I've wrapped my brain around it. And there's, there's a lot to celebrate. And that doesn't mean continued storytelling in that universe or that that section of the timeline is anything to be hating on so uh i'm i'm excited i want to see i i celebrate female lead female director uh i think i think it could all be very very good and uh yeah interesting also uh james mangold uh a movie by him is announced uh doing the origin of the jedi like 2500 years before any of the movies that we've enjoyed wow not even just the old republic but pre kotor Wow, could be real cool. And then Dave Filoni getting a movie set in our current point in Star Wars, namely all the, the Mandoverse stuff with uh, the Mandalorian and Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. So getting a movie that will maybe be a culmination of all of that stuff 
and uh, that's that's really interesting. I think uh, I think uh, doing a bunch of television shows that lead into one hell of a movie could be very very cool. Um, the Marshall also dropped some news confirmation: Tales of the Jedi again a second season. We don't know which Jedi it'll highlight. You know, the first one did Ahsoka and Count Dooku, uh, but he sort of dropped this I think when he was in the Bad Batch or or a Clone Wars um, panel. Uh, saying that he had so much fun and that, you know, he's a little bit jealous of what they've gotten to do with uh, the Bad Batch. And uh, he had so much fun doing Tales of the Jedi. He's going to do more, and that's good news for all of us. Bad Batch is getting a third season. It was officially announced, and that third season will be the final season of the show. So uh, anybody that watched season two of the Bad Batch, uh, there there's opportunities for darkness. It's the rise of the Empire. And uh, we're going to get one more season that, that's going to be, I'm sure, quite dark. And uh, we'll see how many members of the Bad Batch make it. Uh, they did announce at the end, Star Wars Celebration is going to skip a year. And it's going to happen again in 2025. And this time in Tokyo, Japan, April 18th to the 20th. I've already had friends be like, we're going to Tokyo. And hot dog, I really, really would love to. I don't know that that's feasible or a thing. Uh, but cool. Uh, they've done it in Tokyo before. And it's going back. And uh, for everybody that got to go to London and enjoy all that goodness, hey, you get to go over into one of my favorite places in the universe uh, and, and do some Star Wars in Japan. And uh, the, the fandoms in Japan are always so amazing. So, yeah, I'm mildly jealous of something I probably won't get to go see. Uh, Roman also dropped the Vision Season 2 trailer. I'm not sure if that dropped during the weekend, uh, but it, it does hit our eyeballs on May the 4th. Uh, getting more shorts by many different animation studios this time not just like you know Asian anime studios but some some studios in Europe too uh, namely the Wallace and Gromit animation studio uh, doing one of the shorts and uh, it was it was also pretty and wonderful and I am so looking forward to watching this uh, and speaking of cool things that happened on Star Wars Day Danny also dropped the trailer for Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures uh, Hey, watch some younglings uh, when Jedi were in in their prime. Get to see some Yoda. Uh, it's definitely uh, designed for preschoolers. And lucky, lucky me, I have one of those. I'm the dad of one of those. I got my own youngling that fits the the approved demographic. And uh, while well, I would watch this on my own without a youngling, I'll be like anybody like, why are you watching that? Because I watched it with my kid. And I'm really, really hoping that Shawnee enjoys the piss out of it so we can watch it. A lot, but that's all the news from the Fantabulous Fuzzball Focus. Uh, we'll skip on over to let the wiki win, and that's a really nice segue because it means uh, I can I can talk some more Star Wars stuff. And while uh, the celebration news that dropped on Fuzzballs feel felt pretty light, uh, overall Star Wars celebration did sort of feel pretty light on reveals. Uh, there was just some really really big ones, but there was some some more stuff beyond the stuff shared on the Facebook group. Plug plug plug. So I will share it here. Kathy Kennedy uh, did say never say never to Kenobi Season 2, but notes that it is not an active development. No matter how hard Ewan McGregor is stumping for it, he was stumped for it during the Kenobi panel at Celebration. Uh, basically, they have stuff to focus on for now, uh, but everyone from from uh, Deborah Chow to Ewan McGregor to Hayden Christensen uh, is, is down to do more, so do not extinguish the flames of hope. I think you could get more Kenobi in the future. Uh, I think the fact that Ewan McGregor is so on board and, and bandstanding for it does does say a lot. Um, Kevin Kiner was announced that he's composing the Ahsoka score. His sons, Sean and Dean, are involved too. Uh, it's a really fun fact I learned. I didn't know that his son, Sean, is actually who composed the, the Thrawn theme in Rebels. And that it wasn't his dad. Um, but yeah, Kevin Kiner finally getting to score some live action. And that, that's rad. It makes complete sense because he did all the work with Rebels and Clone Wars. So why not do Ahsoka, which is a continuation of the stories. Uh, Dave Filoni did confirm that Balin Skull and Shin Hati's lightsabers and Ahsoka are orangish red. And that it was intentional and relates to their characters. And that's all we know. But everybody's saying, those those lightsabers look sort of orange. Like when Dark, Dark, Darth Vader's saber looked more orange and red like in the early, early posters. And yeah, there you go orange red and i think that's cool and we'll, we'll find out why and uh, i also think that's cool um 
other news what else we got uh the crawls are returning to movies per kathleen kennedy uh and hey friends that's freaking celebration in in itself uh the crawl is such an iconic part of star wars so like yeah i i think with them doing more movies uh we should we should be super super stoked and hyped for it and um yeah i mean i I saw it and i was like why is that news and i thought about it like we we didn't have any confirmation that they're ever going to bring back the crawl could have very well ended with episode nine the rise of skywalker roman (laughs) so yeah the fact that that it's going to be a thing with the movies uh i like what ron howard did at the beginning of solo with his version of a crawl Uh, i did notice the absence of a crawl in rogue one so i say not only bring back the crawl but toss him at the front of those movies too. Why not? Uh, John Favreau, uh, you know, he's been doing lots of interviews with Celebration and with Mandalorian. Uh, so, of course, people are like, what about Star Wars Jedi in live action? And uh, he will not commit to it. Uh, he does point out the BD droid at Pelimato's in, in Mandalorian. Uh, it doesn't mean that it won't happen, but uh, these folks like their secrets. Uh, and I do think that we do have enough going on without committing to tying in a video game story into the Mandalverse. Uh, the video game story gets to be part of the tapestry, tapestry of the Star Wars universe. So you know what I mean. You don't you don't have to get in a live action, but uh, it it is important to note that Cameron Monaghan is down to uh to bring Cal Kestis to life in live action. He very very much enjoys the character but that i mean there actually i saw an article where it was uh kathleen kennedy talking about you know oh yeah i've I've seen the the chatter about that but uh it's not something that's that's front and center actually hold on i can i can find the article standby one uh so here here we go we got a quote quote it's not something that's front and center right now at the moment but what's interesting in the company that we do is that everybody across all these different lines of business we all talk to one another. That often doesn't happen in situations like this, but because so many people at Lucasfilm are used to working together, we're very transparent about what the storytelling is that's going on, whether it's in the streaming space or the movie space or books, animation, games, whatever it is. Eventually, it'll be some kind of immersive entertainment. There are many things we talk about just in terms of how we use technology with ILM inside the company. So this constant cross-pollination of ideas to determine just exactly what stories move in the movie space, what stories move in the TV space, you never know because the creative process is very similar in all those different spaces. So you don't have a crystal ball. You see what works. Then if it does, you draw from that and take that quote exactly. Take from it what you want. But uh, there there always is a possibility that Cal Kestis, if he fits in the story properly, could show up. And uh, it, it could be really, really cool. But if he doesn't, it doesn't mean that the stories stink. So that's where I'll leave it at that. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, was talked to, of course, bring in Harrison Dula to life in Ahsoka. And she says that fans should not just watch Hera in Rebels, but actually watch that, that two-episode arc in The Bad Batch of young Hera to understand where the character's coming from, admitted that she did so herself. So don't sleep on The Bad Batch. If you don't listen to me, listen to Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, Leslie Headland, director of The Acolyte, did compare the show in some ways to episode eight uh in so much that uh you know episode eight uh showed the jedi not being like you know super badass heroes of the galaxy uh she she describes her depictions of the jedi as fallible and how how ryan johnson also did some of that in the last jedi she said that her goal is to challenge the star wars universe um and it, it's funny that in all the news that came out uh, it was revealed that she pitched the show as a combination of Kill Bill and Frozen. Uh, she did later have to explain that. Basically, it's a sister story that includes tributes to great martial arts cinema that preceded it, including Kurosawa and others. Uh, apparently, there was footage shown in Celebration. Yonas uh, Watamo is going to be playing a Jedi, Wookiee Jedi Master named Kelnaka. Uh, there were lots of aliens on display, and I am so curious for the show in 2024. And I, I enjoy the concept of a star wars you show uh that will be challenging and uh, and offer some new things and i like uh, like you know following characters doing doing dark side stuff going into the high republic era you know 100 years before the prequels all of that is good 
Uh, apparently, it's just going to have some bonkers freaking action uh, with with two stunt coordinators, and yeah, I I'm I'm all about this. Um, there's other news. Apparently, Coruscant is going to be a playable planet in Jedi Survivor. Uh, that doesn't mean that it's going to be open world and fully able to be explored. But hey, we're gonna we're gonna get to if you video game, do some gaming all of them around Coruscant. And does that mean all the different levels of Coruscant? I don't know. We'll know when Jedi Survivor comes out. Uh, there was a final gameplay trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Looks really really cool. And uh, just like that first game. Is a game that just makes me want to have have a PlayStation Five or Xbox or whatever you have to have to play it, because um, yeah, I, the the parts I've played and watched of that first Jedi Fallen Order game were righteous, and uh, this looks like it's going to continue and be great, and uh, can't wait to watch some people play this game in the future. Uh, there was news: Taika Waititi, of course, we're getting James Mangold and. Uh, and and Shamin Obayid Shanoi and and uh, yeah Dave Filoni doing their Star Wars, but it doesn't Taika Waititi is still working on a Star Wars script, and Kathleen Kennedy has said he's off in his own world doing it. He's not somebody that really likes inputs, and they're just letting him do his thing. So let these other movies be announced, but Taika Waititi's movie is still definitely being worked on, and that's good news for all of us. Uh, she also discussed the Ryan Johnson trilogy. It's not an active development that he's too busy. Uh, to work on this, but that doesn't mean that the relationship is over and that it won't happen. Um, but we'll just have to see how things shake out. Apparently, the Lando TV show is still in development with Donald Glover fully on board uh, to continue. Uh, we don't get Solo 2, but uh, maybe this is a way for us to get some Solo 2. And uh, yeah, I, I want more Donald Glover as Lando, please and thank you. And uh, Kathleen Kennedy even came out saying that the Rogue Squadron movie. Uh, while it's not happening with Patty Jenkins, it could still happen. She says that it's still something discussed a lot. Could be a movie, could be a series. And uh, frankly, I, I mean, as of, since watching Mando, I, I just want want freaking uh, Rangers of the Republic to, to be a story completely giving us more for Carson Teva and his, his Adelphi-based Rangers. I think uh, that'd be right there, and if, if that ends up being the, the Rogue Squadron thing, all the better. I mean, Paul Paul Lee, it's uh, Paul Son Hyung Lee, uh, he's a Korean-Canadian actor and, and lovely member of the 501st, and uh, just everything I've seen from, from his character Blue and, and, and Carson Teva, I, I just want so much more of it, so that is good news. Other Star Wars news, Andor Season 2 is aiming for August 2024. Um, well, the creators and everybody involved talking about it. Uh, they, they know where they're going. It's going gonna, it's gonna to end right where Rogue One begins. Uh, four three-episode arcs uh, doing year two, three, four, and five of Andor's adventure. And um, yeah, we've, we've got a while to wait, but August 2024 is not as far away as it seems. Uh, in celebration, the last little thing, we got a confirmation of directors for Skeleton Crew. Uh, John Watts, David Lowry, The Daniels, Jake Scryer, Bryce Dallas Howard, Lee Isaac Chun. Lots of lots of talented. I mean, David Lowry doing The, the Green Knight. And then uh, he's got his Peter Pan and Wendy movie is coming out real, real soon on Disney+. Plus. Um, all, all names to be celebrated. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the, the Lee Isaac Chung name... Well, I've, I've not seen any of his films, including Minari, which I've heard is really, really good. I, I just think uh, it's so, so great to get these these different talented people involved. And, and my, my my lovely Bryce Dallas Howard getting to do more. And John Watts, this all sort of like comes out of his brain. The Daniels from Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's just all, all good news. Apparently Celebration attendees also got to see a trailer. Uh, but no official 2023 day has been given that I'm aware of. I'm still chomping at the bit to see some of Jude Law's Force user and four kids doing whatever Goonies goodness in the Star Wars universe that this is. Uh, Johnny Fabs claims that the idea for the show existed well before Disney Plus was even a thing. And um, it all just boils out to something that could be really fun for all of us. But that's all the Star Wars news. We'll just get into the flavor of the geek and talk about some other geeky flavors and wrap this up puppy up if that sounds good to you uh we haven't had to resort to firehose news and i don't think we're we're gonna need to at this point but we're gonna keep going 
read a, a fun article. It basically was a conversation with Thanos creator Jim Starlin, where uh, he talked about there's actually apparently 45 minutes of Infinity War that were cut out that would have shown us uh, Thanos getting the Power Stone from Xandar. That's uh, the one stone that we actually didn't see him obtain. He just all of a sudden has it at the beginning of Infinity War. But I guess they were worried about the runtime of Infinity War. Uh, they didn't want it to be as long as Endgame. And as as they were cutting stuff out, they weren't even... like They knew the movie was going to be good, but they didn't know it was going to be as huge as it ended up being. And uh, it's just sort of... I'm like, man, I wish that footage... I know that they filmed it, but didn't do all the visual effects and all that. Man, if it exists... Give us a give us a bigger cut of Infinity War. We actually get to see all that. I think that could be lovely. And now it's just something something that I want that I probably will never get. But uh, release release the Starling cut. <laughs> um, game of Thrones. There's another prequel that has been in talks. This one following Aegon the Conqueror. Apparently it's in early stages at HBO. Could be a film and or TV series. Uh, but with House of Dragon being really, really popular, I think, hell yeah, seeing uh, Aegon Targaryen, the first of his name, uh, come over with his dragons and uh, and conquer Westeros and take over could be a, a very, very enjoyable movie or show. Um, Paddington 3 is happening. Paddington and Peru with production starting this July. The, the first and second Paddington movies are so freaking cute and enjoyable. And uh, I think it's great. We're going to get a third one. And it's going to be Paddington in Peru. And why not? It's going to be heartfelt and warm and lovely. Uh, And the voice talent of Paddington, I'm sure, will come back. And uh, good news. Good news for families that want to take their kids to just fun stuff. Um, There is another video game, The Lord of the Rings, Heroes of Middle-Earth. It is a mobile game from EA that will release May 10th. So if you're looking for a new mobile game to play, uh, freemium mobile game, meaning uh, it's ostensibly free until uh, they commit you to spend some money on whatever power-up or thing to to do the thing. But uh, yeah, if you like Lord of the Rings and want to battle with some orcs and, and dwarves and elves and hobbits and all that, look no further than May 10th on your mobile device. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers theme has been added to the National Regist- Recording Registry of the Library of Congress in the United States. Uh, in the company of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, The Eurythmic's Sweet Dreams, John Denver's Country Road, Madonna's Like a Virgin, and others. Uh, 25 songs picked, and one of them is a video game theme, just saying that this is a good year to be an Italian plumber or composer Koji Kondo. Uh, are they trying to say something to all you video game nerds that it was introduced with the song Like a Virgin? I don't know. Uh, probably not. Uh, but the two are funny together. <laughs> it's a me, a Virgin Mario. Um, other news, uh, if you didn't see, Twitter, as far as Twitter Incorporated, no longer exists. Uh, it was merged into Elon Musk's X-Corp, meaning that Elon Musk's goal of getting rid of Twitter Incorporated is a thing. Uh, Twitter still exists. Uh, people still use it. I haven't seen any other social media platform like Rise to take over. Seen uh, some people using Instagram more than Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I do a podcast, and I hope that lots of people listen to it. Uh, but I'm not so uber popular that that, I, that I'm on the social media all that much. You'll catch a tweet from me periodically. You'll catch an, an Instagram post, but uh, yeah, there is no Twitter anymore. Only X Corp, and uh, uh, there there. I don't, I don't know. I guess there is only Wookie Corp. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of the podcast. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so if all of a sudden your, your Twitter app changes to X-Corp, there you go. That's why. Uh, there was news that Vanessa and Colossus have been confirmed for Deadpool 3, which is coming out November 8th of next year. So, hey, if you were like, oh, they're not going to have anything because it's in the MCU. No, no, uh... They're going to be back, and uh, I think even uh, a couple of the other characters were there. There no news on, like, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, uh, but I'm sure more news will come as we get closer to this film. Uh, But Vanessa, in some way, shape, or form, and Colossus, good news, uh, because they are big parts of the Deadpool movies. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery has unveiled Max. Uh, It's a consolidated streamer, which will have the HBO stuff, 
and and the the discovery stuff all together dropping May twenty third. If you do Hibble Max, don't worry about it. Uh, it'll it'll all cross over. Your passwords will work, uh, and, uh, and ostensibly you'll just get more content to enjoy. Uh, that means I don't get to say Hibble Max anymore, which is a bummer. Uh, I would just have to say Max. It's it's I've already tried saying it previously in other news stories. Uh, I've been saying the Max streamer, uh, but yeah, not on Skin of Max on Max just for you uh but with that they did you know they dropped a bunch of things um one of those uh confirmation that tiny tunes luniversity is going to be on the max streamer steven spielberg executive producing and uh they did the animaniacs thing on hulu and now they're going to do the tiny tunes thing and um cool i i can't wait to introduce my kids to some tiny tunes uh we're also getting the secrets of the mogwai trailer that that animated is dropping the same day as this uh streamer uh, when max officially is a thing and uh man the animation style looks great uh following uh the young uh, young version of uh the man that sold gizmo uh and and created a christmas to remember so yeah it's um it all looks really really cool and uh can't wait to watch it with the with the young one looks fun gremlins and mogwai and uh chinese mythology oh my may 23rd right around the corner um there's uh some fox films have been confirmed in the mcu universe and it's not really news i guess but both deadpool movies duh we're getting deadpool 3 so those exist the x-men movies i think that's because of the deadpool movies and also you know dr sit mom uh both venoms uh, that makes sense because of the the tie-ins with the Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home. Uh, and that, I guess ostensibly that means Morbius as well. And then, of course, because of uh, No Way Home, both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. So, yeah, uh, they, they're they not just lost out there. They're just part of the multiverse. Uh, in other news, Jack Black wants Pedro Pascal as Wario in the sequel. Hey. That Mario movie, like I said, making all the money. I'm sure we'll get a sequel. And, and Pedro Pascal, so hot right now. So why not? He can come back. Or not come back, but come as Wario. Bring in Wario into the into this new animated Mario universe. Uh, there were some details about the Welcome to Dairy show for not Hibble Max, but Max. Um, I hate to spoil anything. Uh, you can look up online. But some things to say, it's set in the 1960s. Uh, it sounds interesting. Even if it doesn't seem like we're, we're getting the Black Spot or Ironworks Disaster stuff that I really wanted. Uh, apparently it's going to reveal more for Pennywise and it, and its origins. Uh, so that's good question mark. Uh, the best thing is just that Andy Muschietti is involved. Uh, the show has an unspecified 2024 release. And as of this recording, there's no confirmation of whether Bill Skarsgård is going to return as Pennywise. Um, apparently Eddie Munson of Stranger Things is going to have an origin story that is going to be told in a book called Flight of Icarus, set two years before Stranger Things 4, uh, releases Halloween of this year. Uh, to my understanding, Eddie Munson didn't get wrapped up in the supernatural stuff until everything that happens in Stranger Things 4, so I don't even know why you'd be interested, but he gets to be a rock star of sorts and deal with his dad. I don't know. People love Eddie Munson, so they're capitalizing that, and there's a book coming out. If you're interested, good for you. And the last little news thing, just a rumor that The Batman Part 2 will include Clayface. Uh, that could be really, really interesting. This is 100% a rumor, uh, but does tie into uh, director Mike Flanagan wanting to do a horror movie feature in the villain and uh, some pushback on, on those ideas because Clayface might be used in other stuff and more than just the Harley Quinn animated. Uh, I don't know how Clayface works in live action, especially in that noir setting of the Matt Reeves Batman verse, but um, I think it could be really cool. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like sign off and say that it's not good. So there you go, and that's all the news for this edition of uh of the podcast. Uh, there is no laughing at fuzzball. There is only Wookie Corp and all those good things. You know the drill. Uh, send an email at laughitupfuzzballpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the podcast is hosted on Anchor, which apparently is Spotify for podcasters now. Uh, you can still look up the site, anchor.fm slash laugh-it-up-fuzzball as of now. Um, what else? At Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, you can find me easily on the Laughing at Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. And I think that's all. If you want to buy merch, tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash shit dash up dash fuzzball or just search laugh it up fuzzball four words in the search bar of tpublic.com and you can find any of the merch that we've put up. I should have a shirt that I keep meaning to, to put up that Roman designed. He even designed an even better version of the first design. I just haven't had a chance to, to drop it up, but hopefully I'll get off my duff and do that soon. He's also working on a different design and another idea that I had. So poor guy, he does so much for me. Roman, I appreciate the hell out of you. And I wish this podcast made more money because I would pay you even better than I already don't. Uh, but I appreciate all of you listening to the podcast, uh, making this a thing, putting it in your ear holes. Uh, thanks for letting me be a part of, of whatever life you're leaving, li- living, leaving. Don't leave the life, live it. <laughs> and uh, I will catch you on the flip side until the next level of this podcast. And until then, toodaloo. Bye-bye, friends. I appreciate you. I sure do. All right. Bye-bye. Shout out to my voice for semi-holding up through this whole thing and editing, which doesn't let you know how many times I had to start and stop because I coughed a bunch. All right. Toodles. Adios. Advita saying. Bye. TTFN. Wookie out.